So which translation of the Bible is the most accurate? Which one is the best? Which one is the one I'm supposed to be reading? Those are interesting questions to deal with, especially when we realize that the Bible today in English is different from the original Hebrew and Greek manuscripts. That's what I'm going to dig into on the episode today, so let's get started. This is the Significant Man Recharge Show. I'm your host, Warren Peterson, and welcome to the 5-Minute Friday. So the work that I lead is designed for Christian men. And because of that, in the events that I lead or the groups that I lead, we spend a lot of time reading Bible verses. And always what comes up, or frequently what comes up, is, well, which version of the Bible should I be reading anyway? There are so many translations. Which one is the most accurate? That's a common question. Which one is the best? That's another common question. And there really isn't a single specific correct answer to those questions. And one of the challenges is the fact that English is not the same kind of language as Hebrew and Greek. Now, we think often with a translation, well, here's the word in English, that's the word in Hebrew, or here's the word in Greek, that's the word in English. It should just be easy, right? It should just be a one-to-one replacement. And then we're going to get the most accurate Bible that we can have. Since we don't read the original Hebrew, we don't read the original Greek, we're reading, at least here in Western culture, we're reading English. So that way we'll get the best Bible, right? But it's actually not that easy. That's not how translation works. And especially when you're changing from one language to another that has different sentence structure, for example. And when you get into things like an idiom or a a unique phrase, a colloquialism, how do you translate that? Simply, what's the translation from English to another language for the word key? How would you translate the word key? You think, well, it's just the word key, but is it? We use the word key in a whole lot of different contexts and a whole lot of different meanings. You shoot a basketball from the top of the key. You get the answer key to a test. You enjoy a piece of key lime pie. You visit Key West in Florida. Which one is the word key when you translate that into another language? So it's a challenge when you start to deal with translations. So really in the Bible, you have three main ideas when it comes to translation and and it comes to what's the right version for you. You have at one end of the spectrum, an attempt at a word for word. So this is the attempt to take this word in Greek is this word in English. This word in Hebrew is this word in English. It doesn't always read that well because again, you can't translate every word exactly on a one-to-one mapping, just like my simple example with the word key was just for you. But if you're looking for something like that, in English, the NASB, the New American Standard Bible, that one's at the top of the end for an actual word-for-word translation. Um, The ESV is high up on that list as well, although the NASB is is even higher. You go from word-to-word to to thought-for-thought translations. A thought-for-thought translation is common in the NIV or the NLT Bible. And in those Bible, the Bibles, the idea is to make sure we get the actual, what does this sentence in Hebrew mean? Let's make sure we have the exact same meaning in English. What is the point behind this paragraph? Let's make sure we have the exact same point in English. 
it's not meant to be a one-to-one mapping because the understanding is the one-to-one mapping can't really happen anyway because of how English is, is used, how words are used, how translation occurs. So you have word for word, then you have thought for thought. Then on the far other end of the spectrum, you have something called a paraphrase. The most well-known Bible that's a paraphrase is the message. And that is one where the author of the message is taking, what's the idea of this book, this chapter, this verse? And I'm going to rewrite that in modern English, in our current language. So it's not an attempt at a word-for-word translation as you would find with the NASB. It's not even really an attempt at a thought-for-thought translation like the NIV or the NLT. It's rewriting, and it's stated that way. It's not called a a word-for-word translation. It's called a paraphrase. It's, It's the message of the Bible, the idea of the Bible. So those are the three main categories. So which one is best? The one you read. That's the one that's best. You could do a lot of academic research and you could realize, okay, that's the Bible I want to get. But if it sits on your shelf, it does nothing for you. On the flip side, if you if you pick a Bible like the NLT, that's one I use commonly with events because we have a lot of people reading and everyone's at different reading levels. If we're reading it, great. That's the most important thing is that it's one that you're reading. So whether it's a word-for-word Bible, a thought-for-thought Bible, or a paraphrase Bible, Make sure that the one that you get, that's the one you read. And from there, if you want to go further in your study, if you want to go deeper in your study, that's when you can dive into other translations, other manuscripts, and dig down into that and and sort of learn more, study more, go deeper, and understand Scripture even more. So I hope this gives you a good high level of the ideas of what's the most accurate Bible, what's the best Bible. The best Bible, that's the one that you're reading, the one that you're learning, the one that you're understanding who Jesus is, what he, what he came for, what he died for, what he expects of you as one of his followers. If you're doing that, you're on the right path. Hey, please be sure you subscribe to this channel wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're on YouTube, if you're watching them there, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, comment, click, share, you know, all the fun things to do. It really helps other people find the show. It helps the algorithm as well. So thank you for doing that. All right, enjoy the next show.